No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. joining this evening. Oh, I've been waiting for this conversation because I have questions, but I know I am not the only one. So if you have questions in regards to tonight's topic, or if you want to ask the guest something, you know, his perspective, go ahead and give us a call. The phone number is 515-602-9647, and then press the number one, and that way I'll know you have something to say, and we'll bring you up. Now, tonight's topic is all about dating. Are good men and women really hard to find? Is it like, is it really that hard? Is it like finding a four-leaf clover or something? Well, we're going to have our guest join us in just a moment. And his name is Scott J. Spears. And he said he's an open book. So we're going to see just how open he really is. Now, I'm sure you guys are wondering if this is your first time tuning in. He said, what? What is that all about? Well, I am so glad you asked, my dear. He said, what is all about the male's perspective? This is the platform where our male guests can come on and give us from their own personal opinions, their own experiences, answers to the many questions of why men do this and how this and are men afraid of commitment? Uh, Why do men want several women? Why can't they just settle down for just one? So they're going to come up here and they're going to tell us from their own personal opinions what's really going on. Now, they must be raw, rugged, honest, and transparent with their answers because I can tell when someone is lying. I got a little lying meter, um, but I don't think that that's going to be the case tonight, so I have it tucked away. Now, if you are interested in having um, your business advertised on the network, all you have to do is send us an email to ads at he said what network.com. And we will be sure to reach out to you and give you more information. Now, without further ado, I am going to go ahead and bring up our guest, Scott. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Bree. Thanks for having me. Yes, no problem. Ah, Scott. 
Where are the good men? Like, what rock are they under? Where do they go? Nah, they're out there. They're out oh. there. It's, well. it's just, uh, yeah, I think it's all about uh, communication, though. Yeah, you think so? Communication on whose end, though? Is it both ends? Both ends, for sure. Yeah, there can't be just one-way conversation and in, in trying to get to know somebody and and just being you know just like this this show you know mm-hmm. being raw being unfiltered and being the authentic self you are when you're getting to know somebody right do you think um the authentic self do you think people when they first meet someone that's an issue for them maybe they're afraid that they're going to turn the person off or the person may not like who they really are so they present this representative? You know what? I think everybody's different. I think if people like to play that game, you know, that that courting game, mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to go on a few dates and, and uh, see what the person is all about. But like me personally, me personally speaking, mm-hmm. I'd like to know straight up what what you're all about from the beginning, from the first mm-hmm. date. Let's, you know, why why waste time? Right. right. Okay. Wait a minute now. Hold up, Scott, because Scott, that can be. <laughs> yeah, that conversation could go in in many directions. But oh, we're gonna go. But you know what? That's that's what it's about, though. That's what it's about. I mean, any question that you ask, yeah. if if someone feels hesitant to to answer it, yeah. and and you have a problem with that, then you then you already know. You already know if you're still wanting to maybe go forward with this person mm-hmm. or, you know, go in a different direction. So that's that's why I say communication. Yeah. Scott, I tell you, I had this one guy that I met, and I met him online, and just the first conversation, he just wanted to take the freaky turn already, just wanted what, – <laughs> What turns you on? What things do you like sexually? And I tried to dodge the, the conversation, but he kept asking me. So finally I said, okay, let's just go there. What, 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 what do you like? What turns you on? And he said he likes for a woman to spit in his mouth. Scott, that right there, I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I mean, I get it. I get the fear of that first conversation and what it can possibly do towards the future, you know, this person, you may say something they don't like. So mm-hmm. how do you deal with situations, not even like that, but just in, in any general state where they may tell you something that you don't really care for, but they're being honest? Uh, you know, you can you can let them know you're, you appreciate their honesty, but uh, you could also say, hey, where did that come from? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like, like where where's your tact you know (laughs) i mean this is a conversation and if if it is the first conversation i mean obviously that's not the first uh subject you lead into you know you kind of got to build up to that yeah And, and if and if you can't build up to that in the first conversation then okay take it to the next one you know but just you don't have to be in a rush to, to get to know that side. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, if, if, if the opportunity to pres- 
opportunity presents itself in the conversation, then, mm-hmm. hey, why not? If you're both comfortable, if you're both, you know, uh, y- you know, you're both adults talking about something like this that, that mm-hmm. is on the intimate side, then, hey, go for it. Go yeah. for it. And, and what, what happened right there? You found out that, hey, this guy – <laughs> this one's a little too much, right? So you didn't. So I take I, I look at that as as a blessing where mm-hmm. I didn't have to waste any more time. You know yeah. what I mean? Because time yeah. is valuable. Yeah, and you know what? I I I didn't hold it against him. I was just like, okay, he freaky as hell. Note to myself: do not <laughs> ever kiss him. And, you know, we're even, we're still friends to this day. And I don't think I ever told him why I never kissed him. But I think I need to have that conversation with him so that he knows. Um, but uh, so it's interesting that you said, you know, just putting it all out there on the first date. So a woman asking you questions like, do you want more children? If you don't, if you have children, do you see yourself getting married? Those aren't too strong of a, a question to ask on the first date for you. Oh no! In fact, I volunteer that information all the time. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm divorced. I have I have a daughter who's 18, and if I meet somebody new and I and I'm getting to know them, I let them know straight off the bat. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not interested in in getting married. I'm not saying it's not possible, mm-hmm. but right now it's not in my plans. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I already have a daughter. I'm not looking to to have any babies, you mm-hmm. know, because I'm too, I'm too old for that right now. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> so no, I I think it's fair fair to both sides. Um, so I mean, especially because I haven't lived in the U.S. for quite a long time, maybe about 15, 20 years now. I've mm-hmm. been bouncing around globally. Like right now I'm in Colombia, in Colombia. <sighs> and uh, yeah, cultures are are different all over the world, but the same in a lot of places. So um, there are expectations right. when you meet someone and, you know, they're, they're a lot of women are thinking, okay, if I if I want to get married, I want to have kids. So you got to be honest um, right at the beginning, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. I mean, that eliminates a lot of BS, honestly, and a lot of time wasted. Even though I honestly feel like there is no such thing as wasted time because you're going to learn something valuable or take something valuable away from it, but it's still good to have those conversations and know where the person stands so that you're not pulling teeth per se. Um, So now because you're in Colombia to you, what difference have you noticed when it comes to cultures and dating? Not a lot, to be honest, (laughs) not a lot. Um, Actually, here in Latin America, women are a little bit more forward, um, letting you know exactly what they want, which is refreshing to me. Okay. Um, because, like I said, I, I like to just, you know, have that conversation at the beginning, all the expectations, and see see if you you have those things in common. And if you do, all right, let's let, let's not make any promises, but let's see let's see where we go. Right. You know. So does a woman being up front and forward at the beginning relieve pressure off of men when it comes to dating? 
and getting to know each other? To, to me, yeah. It, it makes things much more comfortable where you don't have to, how can I say, uh, um, strategize the conversation too much, mm-hmm. you know, like be, be too careful and okay, am I going to offend this person if I say this or that? But, you know, at the beginning, you you really got to feel each other out. And the more open you are and and forward with what your expectations are and what you're looking for, then it it just makes things a lot easier to me. Yeah. There's no guessing game. For both sides. sides. Yeah. 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 So going to the first date. Why do you think um, for women, or let me rephrase my question, do you think it's a societal thing that has put the pressure on women who may want to be intimate on the first date, um, but they feel like they can't because the guy's going to judge them? Yeah, totally. I mean, we don't live in that great of an educated culture when it comes to relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, guys can be you know, dogs, but if a woman, you know, wants to, you know, be intimate on the first date, she might be labeled. And mm-hmm. uh, that's really unfortunate, in in my opinion, where we don't have that education where that respect is there. Right. And it's, it's, uh, it's really unfortunate. So to me, it's not a problem. Um, I think it's, it's, again, all about the expectations being communicated. Uh, communicating mm-hmm. um, you know I've I've actually uh, uh, I, I mean when I was living in Indonesia I had a, a, a girl that I was just seeing and um, I didn't have any protection with mm-hmm. me uh, mm-hmm. and 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 we got pretty heated one night and I had to tell her look no <laughs> we, I'm, I'm sorry but I'm not looking for any accidents, this is extremely tough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could have, but yeah. uh, I'm, I'm really careful when it comes to, uh, you know, safe sex, etc. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's. I think it's just educating yourself and being respectful to to the other party. Right. Ooh, you better go ahead with the transparency. I love it. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> Um, for those who are listening, if you want to call in, uh, if you have a question or if you want to uh, give feedback on what was already said, the phone number is 515-602-9647, and you'll press the number one, and that way we'll know that you have something to say and bring you up. So um, now, because we are living in a hookup culture um, where a lot of people are just in it for sex, how do you feel that affects the whole dating pool um, when you're looking for your Mrs. Right or your Mr. Right? I think it makes it a bit tougher, but then again, it just goes to the communication. That's why I mm-hmm. think it's really important to to get the that uh, that unfiltered conversation out of the way at the beginning. I mean, I I've, I'll be honest, I've used Tinder. As as soon as it came out, I was in I was in Africa in Tanzania when it first came out, and there was like one person there what? <laughs> when I, when I used it. Yeah, there was like three or four people. I'm like, ah, yeah, whatever. So I forgot about it. 
And then when I got to South Africa, I, I remembered about it and I jumped on it again and it was just like a plethora. I was really? like, Really? Oh, shit, I'm I'm hooked. I, I got to. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get off this thing, man. I'm not gonna get anything done. So, <laughs> but but with with apps like that, it makes things so much easier to to hook up. But at the same time, like my girlfriend that that I have now here in Colombia, I met her on Tinder. Oh. But I mean, this this was this was kind of crazy because I was actually. I didn't. I, I just got out of a relationship um, out of, and before COVID started, mm-hmm. and and it really it, it was a heartbreaking one because I I thought that was going to be, you know, my last relationship, and it really took me into a depression. I had to get mm-hmm. I had to work myself out of that and everything. And mm-hmm. when I finally got out of it, I, and and I was like, okay, I'm ready to jump back out there. I need to put myself out there, stop feeling sorry for myself, and mm-hmm. and meet some more people. And when I did, I met this woman. She's amazing. Um, I I had to realize one thing, though, that I wasn't ready. I mean, I right. met her. We went on a couple of dates. Everything was, was just pure, was awesome and everything. But the the one lesson that I think everybody needs to learn, not just men, um, but women as well, is how to have a relationship with yourself mm. first. Yeah. before you get into a a relationship a real relationship with somebody hooking up okay that's that's something else totally of course but if you want a relationship then then you need to learn how to be in a relationship by yourself and i i did that i went i disappeared for a couple months and worked on myself and then mm-hmm. i came back and talked to her luckily she still wanted to see me so um, everything worked out. But, yeah, that's that's one thing I wanted to mention on here uh, tonight about relationships and that. That's awesome. Okay. Listen, Scott said, I'm in Columbia. I've got a Columbia boat, okay? Listen, I, when you said, you said South Africa and they had Tinder and it was a club. I tell you. Oh, listen. yeah. I, I I went nuts in South Africa. It was was crazy. (laughs) That is so funny. So, okay, so let's say um, you meet meet someone off Tinder prior to Miss Columbia. You meet someone off Tinder. You guys hook up. You have a one-night stand. But then that, that person just doesn't stop communicating with you. They, hey, good morning, how are you? You know, and, and at least in more conversation, do you think those type of situations, based on the way that it started, could lead to a relationship later on down the road? Yeah, I think so. Um, again, it depends on on what each party wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that person is just just sprung off that one night, that's mm-hmm. that's not a a good sign. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, if, if the other party was just in it for that night, mm-hmm. um, I, I really think it, it, it can, but it, I think it's a better chance that it doesn't. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting, um, you know, that you mentioned how you had just gotten out of one relationship 
and then you went and initially got into another one before you realized that you had to get some things taken care of with yourself first. A lot of men, and this is what I'm noticing, this is what my female friends are noticing, a lot of men cannot be by themselves. Like, they have to be with someone. And that right there is crucial because they're getting into relationships broken and they're still connected to the last person that they dealt with and they don't want to let go, but they don't want to be by themselves. What type of advice, like how you said you had to separate yourself from Miss Columbia and get yourself together, what methods would you advise or recommend someone try when it comes to regrouping yourself? Yeah, that was me. Um, the best advice I would say is just is just grow up, fellas. Yeah. We, we all got to grow up, man. It's um, It took me 50 years. I was I was traveling all over the place and yeah it gets lonely sometimes and you're you're in a relationship you feel better you feel like you have a security blanket wow. but if you if you can't be by yourself then you really can't be with anybody else mm-hmm. I mean that sounds cliche but um the best relationship you can have is with yourself right. because if once you have that relationship with yourself, then then you know all there is about you because mm-hmm. you spend that time getting to know yourself. Yeah. Once you know yourself, then you can actually be totally honest with someone you really want to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Nothing is off the table. I mean, you know yourself, you know everything that makes you click, and you can let them know. And mm-hmm. how beautiful is that when you're in a relationship where someone knows you almost as good as you know yourself. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. That's really important. And like you said, just the communication. Like one thing that I'm starting to notice with guys and I'm in Atlanta, um is that it's almost like you have to ask the right questions in order to really figure out what the guy's intentions are because if you don't then they're just going to do the whole, oh, I'm just going with the flow. And that flow usually is just, don't nobody know where the damn flow is going. Like, honestly. <laughs> I always say when they say, oh, let's just go with the flow. Where is this flow going? Because it may be going in the opposite direction that I'm going. So even asking a question just like that, what are your intentions? What do you want in life? What are your personal goals? Like, how important is it to have personal goals outside of relationship goals? Uh, extremely important. You you cannot. One thing I learned <laughs> after after my depression bout, I went I went to India actually, did a lot of meditation, did a lot of work over there, and I learned about detaching from everything. It is there's a a Buddhist word in Sanskrit called anicca, and that means the law of impermanence, meaning that nothing remains the same. Mm-hmm. So no matter how bad we want to be with one person all the time, it's not going to happen. Just like, you know, our our parents are going to die someday. We don't want that to happen, but it's going to happen. Right. You know, things like that. All of these things you cannot fight. And even if you're in a relationship, you could be happily married for 
50 years and then, hey, an accident happens mm -hmm. and somebody dies. Or, mm -hmm. check it, Bill Gates. <laughs> who would have thought, who would have thought those two, you know, would have been getting divorced, right? I mean, that's, that was just like, that's just like a crazy, crazy thing to, to think about. But it happens. And every time you, you turn on the news or you read, read about celebrities or something, somebody's getting divorced and you, you think they look all happy and everything, but no, everything is always changing. And the best thing for you to do is have that relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. Keep working on your life mm -hmm. because whoever you're in a relationship with is, is just that cherry on top. Right. basically Almost. right yeah. they're they're that partner with you they're not you mm -hmm. they're your partner with you so right. you still need to live your life you right. cannot put all your money into that relationship mm -hmm. oh because you'll go crazy if something ever happens to it boy mm -hmm. oh, man so speaking of divorces um <sighs> Mm. Let's say, let's say you found the perfect person for you. Do you think people are still interested in marriage? Like I know you said it's not you're not really considering that, but because of the divorce rate being so high, do you think people are still engaging in okay, yeah, let's get married, or are they just hey, you know, let's just shack up for the rest of our lives and just be be how we are? I think there's both. Um, traditionally, yeah, a lot of people, um, especially in uh, very strong cultures like here in Latin America, in in Asia, it's it's you know it's you turn an age, you're expected to get to get yeah. married and start having children and everything. And in the U.S., I know that's changed quite a lot. Yeah. And I I'm on on that side where. I don't really think marriage is necessary. If mm -hmm. you're with the right person, um, then then that's that's it right there for me. I don't need a paper. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people use that as an excuse just not to get married, just to drag a relationship out. So right. that's, again, why the communication is important at the beginning. Um, if marriage is a thing, mm -hmm. then, okay, you got to respect that. If If the other person doesn't, want to get married or believes in that and wants to just, you know, hang out for the rest of their lives, then the other side needs to respect that too. And right. better just to go your own separate ways. Exactly. Cause there's somebody out there that wants what you want. Um, I, I strongly have come to learn that when a man says he doesn't want something or something is not for him at the beginning, I'm going to take that and run with that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, well, you know, maybe he just had a rough past relationship and he's just speaking out of her. Granted, yeah, he can. He can. That could be the case. But I wouldn't want to wait four or five years later down the road and see if that really was the case. Like, okay, he said he doesn't want children. And I know I want children. And three years later, I'm like, hey, you know, babe, let's work on the family. So he can say, I told you I didn't want children. That's something that a lot of us women go through where we don't take what we hear for what it is. 
we feel like we can change a man. Um, and I think that that can affect the whole perception of there's no good men out here. There's there's a lot of good men out here. Um, we're just not listening. So what are some things that you feel women can probably work on when it comes to the type of man that she's looking for and, and looking beyond just the physical? You know, this is going to sound funny, but this actually worked for me. Um, this past go around and how I found this woman I'm with now mm-hmm. is I, I, I just sat down and I manifested Ooh. what do I want in a woman? Right. And it's, it's funny. I tell you this story. Um, I, I was thinking, okay, well, I, I haven't had any intimacy for a while. I haven't had any sex. I want, I want somebody that is, you know, knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and I just started listing all these different, uh, characteristics and attributes that I wanted in to, to, to have in a woman if I were to be with one. Right. And then I jumped on Tinder mm-hmm. and, and when I jumped on Tinder, I met, I met two women. I met the one that I'm with now mm-hmm. and I met one that ended up being a sex coach. Oh, so, yeah, I manifested it all. Oh. <laughs> so it, it all came to me. It all yeah. came to me right there. So um, I, I laugh at it now, but it's, to me, it's amazing how that happened because it's exactly everything I, I just listed out in my head. Like, uh, okay, I want a woman that's like this, not afraid to show affection, this, that, this, and that. And here I, I mean, I just, I just met two women on Tinder that time. And these were the two, these were the two, one was the sex coach and the one is the one I'm with now. And they both fulfilled that whole uh, list. <laughs> wow. Talk about manifestation for real. Yeah. When, when you said someone that knows what they're doing and then you came across the sex coach, um, that would have been mind blowing for me. Like, I pr- I would have put my little blue ink pen there. Like, okay, wait, we're just gonna sit back a little bit. Uh, <laughs> give this yeah, break. but another thing is exactly exactly what you were saying is how when women don't hear what men are saying. Um, that that perfect example. A man says, "I don't want kids," mm-hmm. and women women try to. Um, think that they can change that mm-hmm. in subtle ways. But when that happens, that's just a, a man is going to react and like, she's just totally disrespectful. And right. at, at that point, they might not say it, but they're going to, they're going to put in their head already that this isn't going to last mm-hmm. and they're going to keep you around, but keep and, but be out there looking for the next person that they, that might fit their, their manifestation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I had to tell someone recently, like, hey, I'm not going to do what women usually do. And that's ignore the fact that you said that you're stuck on your ex. And I'm not going to sit here and think that I can be that person or pull you from. Mm-mm. I'm going to go ahead and take my bags and, and run now. And that's just what it is. So I think if we be yeah. more honest with ourselves, 
then we will be able to really find the good men and the good women who are out here because they're going through the same thing that we're going through. It's just a matter of finally connecting the dots with one another. So what we are going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break. You guys are tuned into He Saying What with myself, Simply Bree, and our guest, Scott J. Spears. We will be right back. Hey, this is Rob Wells. I am the host of Your Purposeful Purpose podcast. I am a transformational speaker and coach. And let's not forget, serial entrepreneur. I help people live life with purpose, on purpose, by becoming the master designer of their lives. I want you to understand transformation because I went through a huge transformation myself after losing 150 pounds, teaching myself how to read and write at the age of 23 with a fifth grade education. I help people go through their own transformation, identify that purpose, identify that dream and break through every single roadblock in their way. You can get in touch with me by going to PurposefulPurpose.com. I can't wait to talk to you. All right. We are back, you guys. You are tuned into He Said What? And tonight we are talking about dating. Are good men and women really hard to find? I am your host, Simply Bree, and we have our guest, Scott J. Spears. And uh, if you guys want to get in on this conversation, the number that you will dial is 515-602-9647, and you will press the number 1, and that way we will know to bring you up. So, boy, I tell you, holding out, holding out is something that I feel like a lot of people are guilty of, and I will say I am guilty of it, too, where you meet someone And they're a good person, but you kind of feel somebody a little better than them out there. Um, How could holding out for something or someone better affect your current dating views? You know, that's that's something that I was doing for a long time. Um, And it's because that's part of me being honest where I didn't want to be in a relationship at the time. Mm -hmm. I'm happy dating. So in that aspect, it's cool. It's it's fine. Um, But if you're looking for a relationship, Mm -hmm. um, then you need to put in the work. You need to put in the work and be dedicated to have those conversations to get to know somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, If you meet somebody, you're never going to meet the perfect person. Right. Yeah. I mean, we wish we do. We, I mean, like your statement is absolutely correct. There might be somebody out there a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we our own best version? You know? You look Oh, hold on. Uh-oh. Didn't realize it. Um, sorry about that. Yeah, we are we our own best version. Um, we look for perfect people, but 
what about us? What are we providing to them? I think that's something that we definitely need to take into consideration. Yeah, that goes back to what you were saying about having goals, um, having your own life while you're still in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And and what I was saying earlier about knowing yourself, being honest with yourself. And if if you can have that relationship, if you can make that relationship with yourself, before you get into a relationship, then yeah, then you can start putting your best person, your your best self forward in that relationship. Now, you mentioned something earlier. Um, you said men need to grow up. Um, the good old man child is, is what we like to uh, refer to them as. Why do you why do you think man childs exist? And we're talking about the guys who just they don't want to grow up. They don't want to have responsibilities. They don't want to be accountable. But yet they are perfectly fine getting into relationships with women only to really damage them. Because of their supporting cast. Mm. Can you hear me? Am I breaking yeah, up? I can hear you now, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. I would say supporting cast big time um, because, hey, mama's never going to say anything bad about her little boy, mm. right? That's mm. one thing, um, unless she's being real and knows the whole story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and then then we got our boys, you know, and, and they only get half of the story. Right. right? So... It it's again being true to oneself. If 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 you if you just want to live a lie, if you're living a lie just trying to impress other people, which is usually where that stems from, um, then women, you guys need to pick up on that too, and not because one thing that pisses us off as guys is a lot of women will be with some straight assholes you know Mm -hmm. and and you be sitting there like damn she's beautiful she's you know she's got everything why is she with this mother you know and and it's like i'm i'm i got i'm trying to do my best in life i'm got a job i'm going to school i'm doing this (laughs) i'm doing that you know i'm not an ugly mug you know Mm -hmm. and you know why why can't i get that luck you know so that 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 is, is, I think it's a two-sided coin on yeah. that. I think uh, you're always going to have those kind of people on both sides. I mean, you know, there's there's women that play that game too. Mm-hmm. Um, but but mostly guys, I know, uh, and that, that game that we say is is just so common, especially when we're younger and we don't, we don't know. And it goes back again to that education mm-hmm. where if we don't have – other men teach us about relationships, then then that just keeps carrying over, right. you know, how to, how to treat women, um, then then that will just carry over generation to generation, just like all bad practices. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you a hundred percent on that. Um, I feel like if we as women um, recognize the behavior in a man. 
and you know it's not right, then let him know. Like, speak up and say something because if enough women do it, at some point in time, he's going to think, well, damn, okay, maybe I'm, maybe my approach is a little too strong or or maybe, you know, women aren't tolerating this anymore. So we have to stand up and actually, you know, speak up for ourselves as well as any other women in the future. If we don't want the same thing that we go through with the the less accountable um, dudes that feel like they don't have to do anything except just live off of a woman, um, because it's not it's not a good experience. Thankfully, I have not went through anything like that, but I know a lot of women who have. Um, so now let's get into our super independent women. How how should a man deal with a woman who might uh, be experiencing a power struggle with him? And she's just super independent, and she can do for her own. She really doesn't need a man, but she's not really allowing him to be a man at the same time. What can he do in, in a situation like that with that type of woman? Yeah, excellent question. Excellent. I mean, in the end, we're all animals. Mm-hmm. We're just educated animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that male species, we feel, we, we, we have that gene where we have to be the dominant, the uh, protector, the provider. Mm-hmm. Even if we're not, we need to feel that way. Right. And it's it's really critical for women to understand that uh basically philosophy of men and women and, and male and female species. And I mean this is this is this goes back to Stone Age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean I, I, I could take this back, this is you know, um carried over from from millions of years ago so it's embedded in our gene pool Mm -hmm. so if if women portray where they don't need you then that's going to be a problem for most for most men because they need to feel needed we need to feel needed right um we need to feel that we are are performing some sort of duty even Mm -hmm. i mean a lot of guys right now we're unemployed um, because of COVID or something, and, and luckily, um, you know, the wife is working or something. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, that first of all, men, we got to be grateful for that for that scenario. Yeah. Um, at at the same time, we can't just be sitting on our ass. We got to we got to be trying to do something in that relationship to 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 provide, mm-hmm. right? To get that to get that feeling that we are doing something. But women also really need to make an effort to to allow the man to provide in some sort of way mm. and and let them know that they appreciate right. that that effort um that that also goes to um like one thing in in marriages where like when when I got married i um, had had my daughter um and this is a problem in a lot of marriages where uh, as soon as my daughter was born, all the attention went to my daughter. Mm-hmm. And and all of a sudden, I feel, I mean, first of all, I'm I'm like feeling like I'm left out in the cold. 
Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm feeling guilty because I don't want to say anything because how mm-hmm. am I going to sound, you know, like, hey, I need some attention too. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you just, you just, you know, I'm, I'm our baby's just born. We got to, you know, I got to mm-hmm. take care of her, this and that, this and that, the whole motherly instinct. And if that communication is not there, then that's when the separation begins because uh-huh. then you don't feel like men don't feel like they're providing anything mm-hmm. except for going to work maybe and and bringing the check home and right. and and buying clothes or whatever um but that that uh how can i say that that providing is not uh really felt from from the women's standpoint let's say mm-hmm. because the communication is not there right okay okay very very good answer i like that what let's flip the table. What if the woman is the breadwinner? Like how does that add to the scenario where the man, you know, he's now not able to efficiently provide for his family and they just had a baby and now he's not getting any attention either. Does he have a leg to stand on? No. No, um, again, it goes to that previous example where that communication needs to be there from from the woman's uh, side, still allowing the man to have some sort of purpose um, right. where he feels like he's providing. But I like to take this question to, to a different uh, area. Okay. Let's say both, both men and women are working, mm-hmm. but the women earns m- the woman earns more than the man. Okay. That a lot of men have problems with that. Yes. Because they feel inferior. Mm-hmm. But that's again, you know, times are changing, brothers. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's yeah. all good. Don't don't get mad at that. Be be grateful for that, you know. So that's something I wanted to bring up there. Yeah, no, um, that right there. I have a sister who um, she she stays in a really nice, uh, the nice side of uh, Georgia. She stays in Alpharetta. And I tell you that the things that she comes across when it comes to dating, it's just like she can't make this. Um, she literally... She told me a story. Hopefully she's not going to be mad at me for telling the story. But it's so good. It's just, like, so weird. So um, she signed up for a matchmaking service. And the lady called her. Long story short, the lady called her, um, asked her her ethnicity. Um, She said African-American. Asked her, okay, well, are you open to dating outside your race? And she said, well, yeah, you know, I am, but I would prefer a black man. So the lady said, okay, okay. Um, Well, that's going to be a little difficult because I don't have any successful black men in your area. So she told her that she should go basically to the hood if she wants to find um, a guy, uh, an African-American guy, because she doesn't know of any wealthy or or successful um, black men. So with even um, a a status, your your social status, like the money that she makes and the area that she lives in, 
I see it time and time again. It's just like, why is she not married by now? And it, 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 it seems like there's no good guys in that area. So how do you think location plays a role when you're looking for um, someone of good quality? Yeah, I think it I think it does play a part big time, especially in the US where, you know, I mean, it's 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 still like I would say segregated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you you've got neighborhoods that are mostly white. You got neighborhoods that are mostly black, mostly Latino. Um, I I lived in California where I grew up. Um, it was it was pretty mixed. You know, and then I moved to Texas and it was like a culture shock to me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is after I got out of the army and I was like, whoa, you know, this is crazy. Wow. <laughs> Why is everybody, you know, separated? Um, so it was it was really weird. So I do believe, yeah, if, if you are in a specific area and you're looking for a specific type person mm-hmm. of, of specific race and um, and and you know, what, what the qualifications are that you're looking for, mm-hmm. then yeah, definitely location is, is going to play a part. Right. Okay. Now, <laughs> so <laughs> with you traveling the world, I am going to ask you this. Um, first, I'll ask the questions and I'm asking you personally. Um, do you think that it's possible for someone's Mr. or Mrs. to be of a different ethnicity. And have you ever dated a black woman before? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, and yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have no fear when it comes to different races. In fact, I remember, um, I think when... I was still in the army. My mom asked me the question. She asked me, are you ever going to date a white girl? Because <laughs> <I> w- <laughs> that, that was the question. I remember that a long time ago. And I told her, you know, probably not, you know, with every everywhere that I'm traveling. And, you know, I'm just attracted to other races. Yeah. Um, just the whole uh different cultures different colors different languages everything um i i i've loved my time on this earth mm-hmm. getting to know so many different amazing women from different countries mm-hmm. and those experiences and to me i don't have a hang up with it i mm-hmm. i think our world honestly would be a whole lot better if Nobody saw the colors mm-hmm. and and just saw that beauty because um, there's so many different beautiful people from all different races. It's just it's just uh, uh yeah. Don't get me started. Oh my god! <laughs> but 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 yeah, black women. Yes, on on many occasions, of, of course. Yes. Oh my goodness, that is so hilarious. I love it, man. Like. I know her too. I tried to help her with her um her dating profile. I said, Hey, you know, 
Uh, if you put swirl friendly, then, you know, white guys will know that you are also open to dating white guys and not just black guys. And they'll approach you because I tell you, I had the most ignorant thought when I was younger. Um, I went to this bar and this young, this young white guy, I think he was like, I think he was like Irish. He came up to me, had red hair with the red freckles and stuff. And, and he started trying to talk to me and I was just like, wait a minute. I was like blushing and stuff. And I was like, wait, so you you like chocolate? He said, what? I love chocolate. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I said, so let me ask you this. Why don't white guys approach me? He was like, I don't know. Maybe they think you don't like white guys. I was like, I'm open to it. Like, give me a nice-looking nice white guy. Like, if, I, if I'm going to date a white guy, I want a white guy who embraces who he is, not someone who feels like he has to imitate who he thinks I'm attracted to. Like, no, be yourself. That that genuine, you know, sincere, lovable person, be that person for me. Like, I can care less about anything else. And um, after he approached me, I was like, <laughs> hmm, okay, I'm about to try to talk. <laughs> I see now, now that I know. So, I, but I do think that a lot of the times we have this blind over our eyes, like, no, we have to stick to one particular race, and that's just what it is. If not, we're sellouts, we're traitors. Listen, love is love. You can't help but to love who you are attracted to and and, and embrace them, embrace the differences. And I think that uh, when people realize how different how different but alike we really are, then we're all going to feel silly, like, oh, my God, I could have been dating somebody like this years ago. So, oh, Bree, I love what you just said right there. That's that's it. That is what it's all about right there. And, yeah, no, I, I, you, you hit that. That's my favorite subject right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Oh, we definitely need to have more conversations like this because it brings awareness to what we don't know or what we're ignorant to. So if we can sit down and have these talks and and the laughs and the aha moments, then I feel like this will help us more in reality with how we even deal with each other. So, uh, right, and and learn about each other as yeah. well. I mean, crossing those bridges, it's 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 so funny how how much we have in common that you, we just don't even know about because we haven't talked. Right. And I found that in every single place I've been. I mean, I've lived in fifty two countries, and everywhere really? I've I've dated. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it's just funny there's always something crazy in common. It just might be named a different name, yeah. but it's the same thing back home as it is halfway around the world and it's beautiful because then you see, oh, we got this in common and you start laughing about it and it's just it's just that's love right there. Even if it doesn't turn into a relationship, it's a friendship and mm-hmm. and you just you just get to to know uh, that person, that that people, let's yeah. say, even yeah. even better. Yeah, man. And it's an eye-opener. Like, it'll have you viewing the world entirely different than what you first 
started off. And you, 52, listen, every time you named a different country, I was like, if he named one more country, then you're like, Tanzania, and then you're like, oh, he done been all over the world. Well, I can only imagine the way that you view life. Like, when you've traveled that much and you've had the experience to intermingle and, and communicate and talk with people of all types of cultures, like, I, you're winning right now. Like, you are definitely, <laughs> definitely. So. Well, thank you. You are so welcome, Scott. I definitely got to have you back, Scott. We're going to have to rebook you again towards the end of the season because you are hilarious. You are funny. You're very <laughs> personable. You're very transparent. I, I absolutely love it. So, yeah, we're going to have you back on the show. If, ooh, Anytime. Let me I'm, know. I definitely, yeah. I'm. A, I'm a, we may have you on sooner. but So what I want to do is go ahead and let the people know what is it that you do, how can they support what you have going on, if you have any upcoming events or something that you want to mention. This is your time to shine. Okay, thank you. Well, I'm I'm actually a coach right mm-hmm. now. Um, what I coach in is, is uh, time management, life organization, and self-connection. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where I've noticed so many people around the world having problems in their life and, and how I can help them through my experience through all of those mm-hmm. um, and, and, and my lessons learned. And also I do some uh, business consulting in um, – in, in transformation services for businesses, for leadership development. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I'm working on now out here in Colombia. Yes, he's in Colombia. I love it. How can they how can they find you? Like you got a website? What's your social media? How how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, probably the I mean I do have a website. It's scottjspears.com. It's just got the basics. Forgive me for for the basic website I've got, but I'm. <laughs> going to overhaul that here soon. Um, but most of my information is on, on Instagram at time underscore life underscore self. And I'm putting different self-help, uh, self-development tips out every day. Um, in Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, I've got a self-development growth roadmap. So check it out. Awesome. Ah, oh, Scott, this time has gone by so fast, but we've had so much fun. I appreciate having you on. Uh, definitely got to give you a round of applause because ah, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Thank you again for coming on this evening. Thank you so much, Bree. I had a pleasure and, yes. and awesome questions, and I love how we finished that off on that subject. Yes, went out with a bang. Need to find a boom. <laughs> so, um, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in this evening. Um, if you did not miss the beginning of the show, you are more than welcome to come back. Um, go to blogtalkradio.com backslash he said what and check out the full episode. You can also find it on he said what network.com where you know, you can you can catch it from the beginning because the interview from beginning to end was amazing. So big shout out once again to our guest, Scott J. Spears out in Colombia. Shout out to him. 
Um, guys, you can find me on social media at underscore simply Bree underscore. That's my Instagram. Check out the network. He said what radio on Instagram. Uh, tune in tomorrow for She Said What with your host, Alan Newman Jr. And he will be interviewing the Mrs. Atlanta Thick Dream. And the topic is um, if she's the breadwinner, if the woman is the breadwinner, how do you deal with the relationships like this? So until next time, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and you have a good night. Bye.